What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Screen Beans. This is episode 116. We're your hosts, Jerry Wilson. And Carolyn Chillick. And today we're going to do our season two review of Luke Cage. Or our review of Luke Cage season two. Yeah, however, <laughs> whichever way you want to say it. Uh, but before we get started, this past weekend was Comic-Con, and there were some trailers that came out that uh, I guess I would like to get your opinion, Carolyn, on what you thought. Well, we talked a little bit about the stuff that happened, you know, before our last episode, but Saturday, DC and Warner Brothers had all of their trailers come out, so mm-hmm. pretty much this is going to be all DC related. Yeah, since Marvel wasn't there. Yeah, and we had talked what what was there, like Netflix, you mm-hmm. know, the Iron Fist. We've already talked about that yeah. stuff, so. What you want to know? Uh, Aquaman. We'll just start with there. A. Aquaman. <laughs> I mean, it definitely, I mean, Warner Brothers knows how to do a good trailer. Yes, I would agree. Um, I'm still a little bit skeptical about Jason Momoa carrying this movie. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's just, I don't know how strong his actual acting is. And then some of the, even the girl that plays Mira, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to have to, I mean, it's going to be one of those just wait and see kind of thing. The special effects looked really cool. Yeah. I thought it looked totally different than, you know, what they've done before. Brighter colors, like, Mm -hmm. especially like Mira's outfit. It's like bright green. Mm -hmm. It just kind of stands out. And, um. And they aren't showing him in his orange. Yeah. So I wonder if that might be at the end because I know we've seen toys or mm-hmm. yeah, action some figures toys. or something. And, that and has I bet that. that's it's probably towards the towards the end. Um, I feel like Black Manta looks really cool. He looks like I mean, he was just ripped straight from the comics. Like I mean, he looked like the best. You know, like wow, that looks cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and all of the Atlantis stuff. I just, you know, it's just so much CGI. I am glad they're not doing the bubble thing. I know people had said, you know, oh my. Yeah. That's... Well, and James Wan came out and said, no, we're not, we're not going to do and anything looked, and like that. It looked that. pretty, re- you know, realistic. I mean, it looked from mm-hmm. the little bits that you did see. Yes. I mean, it didn't look bad. So, I mean, it doesn't look bad. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, it's just. Oh, well, a lot of it's just going to depend on the story. All right. And exactly. is the story good and. The, does it make sense? And the does actor it look choppy, and you know? actors who are carrying this film, can they carry it? Because it's it is a big budget epic movie, and it it needs to perform I mean, well and, at and the DC box office. And DC needs another win. Yeah, they do. And visually, nobody it looks remembers that awesome. Wonder Woman did good because Justice League did so bad. Mm-hmm. So I think visually it looks awesome. Warner Brothers, DC, they can do a, a trailer, and it looked. It looked great. Everything in there, to me, was awesome. I'm really excited to see it. I just have my concerns on story and the actors. And you I, were hyped up about this last week. Like, well, oh, man, see, I can't wait. No, I, 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 st- I still can't wait. I still think it's it, it, looks, it looks awesome. It looks awesome. But my concerns of Jason Momoa are still there because... Mm-hmm. There's still I still have yet to see him in anything and think yeah he's a big budget lead and let's hope he proves us wrong and I and I am pulling for it more than anything because I want to see Black Manta and he's just a secondary villain in this with hopes of this movie performing well to where they make a sequel for him to be the big bad. Mm-hmm. So if you want Black Manta, you need to show up to this one and, you know, fork over some cash. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought, I mean. But yeah, will I be there Thursday night? Yes. Well, yeah, we have to. Well, I know we have to. But (laughs) even if we didn't have to, I would still be there Thursday night to see it. Well, cool. So next one, Shazam. Shazam. Now, for me, this... I mean, I get, I know what Shazam is, and I know the character. Are you going to poo-poo all over this? I'm not going to poo-poo oh. all over it. Okay. Maybe two-thirds <laughs> of it. I mean, I think I get that he's, you know, a little kid in a big, you know, mm-hmm. little, but I feel like Shazam still looks like fake. Like, I don't, you know, like, he looks like fake muscles. And, I mean, I get that, you know, that's part of his look, but he, I don't know. It just seems like, 
I don't know, maybe it's because I can't believe Zachary Levi to be that big. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, he did work out and did, you know, put pictures on Instagram that he was working out and was in good shape. But the big rubber suit that he's in makes him even bigger. Well, the thing is, is that does he need to be that big? I mean, Henry Cavill, Superman, isn't that big. And he still looks mm-hmm. Man of Steel. I know. And I, he doesn't I, need to look bulging muscles like his thigh muscles look. It's it's so big that it looks fake. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. And it's, I mean, I feel like in the comics that could, I mean. They could have scaled it back just a touch. Just to scale it back just a touch. So it doesn't, but I wonder look, if, I, doesn't I wonder, look out of the place fake. But I wonder if they wanted to try to get somebody that was that big, knowing that possibly he could have a movie verse black adam and we all know that's the rock and he's huge like he looks i, mean, I don't think they need to be the same size well no i don't think they need to be the same size either because superpowers are superpowers it doesn't i mean you could and be the rock somebody, isn't that big i mean he's big but he's not shazam big as in like what he what zachary levi looks like yeah oh i bet the rock i mean he's bigger him. he's i mean he's definitely going to be bigger than a regular the rock's not going to have no rubber suit oh no it's just going to be a skin tight <laughs> oh, yeah. costume but still, I don't know. I just feel like he's not that big because mm-hmm. his big doesn't look fake. No. But going back you know, to the, the overall trailer, this to me, the budget for this, it's going to be way smaller than Aquaman because there's, it looks like it, it's more kind of in real environments. Pretty much the only kind of special effects will kind of be coming from Shazam mm-hmm. himself and everything else is going to be set in real environments and, yeah. and stuff like that. I I was very surprised at how much I enjoyed the trailer. I'm just a, I just hope that they don't go too much. It's like, you know, they're so dark and they're like, "Well, let's do Shazam cuz he's such a light." But it's like, "Please don't go to the to the point to where it's like beyond cheesy." Mm-hmm. Like you have to find the good I don't mind it being somewhat like that. The jokes and stuff, because that's mm-hmm. what the character is. He's a kid. He mm-hmm. pranks. Yeah, he's a high schooler. But he is supposed to be kind of like a street foster kid that's, you know, kind of tough and thinks he can get away with stuff. And, you know, he's not like, you know, like, I feel like it's Zachary Levi is playing Chuck in a rubber suit. I mean, that's kind of what... From the and that's probably kind of what got him that role because they probably said, yeah, you know, he he looks like he could pull off, yeah, acting like a fifteen or fourteen or right. however old that kid is. 16. I mean, I definitely feel like I can believe him more like this than I could when he was uh, an Asgardian. He was that character with Thor. He definitely, I feel oh, like right. I'm uh-huh. more believable of this than ever that. Yes, but. You know, at least in that one, he looked like a real person. <laughs> but I'm just, again, I'm just, you know, and I feel like there's a lot of people out here, and this is what DC is having to fight, is people being skeptical because. Well, yeah, they, they, they've done it to themselves. Right. They have. By the, by the stuff that they've done in the past, that. Everybody should be skeptical until they until they can turn this thing around and they start to have a track record of consistently good movies and right. not train wreck horrible well, things. They, that need have to, they need to do advice like Marvel. Yeah, they've had some bad ones, but the good ones are the ones that stick out in your mind. And now, you and, and you look, and you look, and, and those bad ones, those bad ones were were closer to early on than than not. If you look at our, you know, the top right. twenty list. Yeah, and, and it's like, but you don't remember the bad ones as much as you, because you love the good ones. Now, with DC, mm-hmm. it's like, I only remember the bad ones, and you don't... Well, I mean, because that's pretty much, they've only done, you know, mediocre to bad movies other than Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman, I have to say, still, at the I still think it had its moments mm-hmm. that were awesome, but still, the big bad at the end still wasn't that well, good. Yeah, I think the overall story for Wonder Woman was 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 really good. It, I, I oh, loved yeah. it. I had no problem with it. But yeah, the big bad at the end. It was more he CGI. Was, he and was lacking, was kind of like, yeah. and, and he was. He, he just didn't appeal to me. He was very. They could have done a better looking villain, and then also going back to they could have had Themyscira look 
a little bit better on some of the stuff that they were doing there too. But hopefully that just kind of all comes with time and them doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, but you know, I think that if hopefully these movies, and I, I'm like you said, we're still going to see all these, and I'm still going to go in not like thinking I'm going to hate it. I'm going to because mm-hmm. I mean the trailers, both of them looked like entertaining. I just. With Shazam, I hope that I don't have too many eye roll moments. As long as I don't have that many eye roll moments of, mm-hmm. like, it being too cheesy, I, I think that it looks fun and it looks like a good... And it looks like a kind of a family, so it's not dark. And it's going to be something that you can take, you know, a kid and have fun with superheroes. Mm-hmm. Which I think DC yeah. needs that. And I and the villain is played by Mark Strong, who I feel was an awesome... Sinestro in the Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds and was by far the best part and looked amazing. He's in there playing typical role for him, a villain, Mm -hmm. which I really enjoy him being playing bad guys because he does an awesome job with it. Yeah, although I do like him as the good guy in Kingsman. Yes, he does play a very good guy in there too, which which is cool. Okay, so next one. Uh, Fantastic. Fantastic Beast. Now, that one looks... I mean, you can't go wrong with Harry Potter. The no. first Fantastic Beats, I, Beast, I thought, you know, the story was a little bit long. Like, it felt a little long sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've rewatched it, and it's... You know, I still enjoy watching it, because I just love that Harry Potter world. Mm-hmm. But this one seems like it's going to be jam-packed with good stuff, because there's just so much happening. Yeah, it's like the first one, they, they kind of had to put some pieces in place. It was basically and- a one-off kind of story. Mm-hmm. And now it's building. Like, they yes. left it open, but it could stand on its own if need be. Mm-hmm. But this one seems like it is, like, getting into the... What's his name? Grindelwald? 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 Wald? Bold? Uh, Grindelwald? I don't know. I can't remember. They yeah. Every name in that is weird. <laughs> and uh, so... I, but I think that, you know... I mean, I'm not a big fan of Johnny Depp, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's creepy, and that's what this character is. But yeah. I really feel like, you know, with Dumbledore being in there, with Jude Law, I mean, they got some good heavy hitters in here that are mm-hmm. good actors that are, you know, and it's always kind of nice when you kind of, I know it's hard when they're having to play a character that's already been, like, done and has been, like, well-versed and people. Yeah, it's been, like, seven movies made of them. Right. And now you're going back playing a younger version. Uh-huh. But I guess you got a lot of material to to look at and try to nail down. Yeah. Kind of and his... you still are different because you're younger, but you have to get their mannerisms mm-hmm. and all that stuff so you can feel the same kind of, you know, yeah. that's you feel it's the same person. But, um, I mean, it looks, mm-hmm. it looks good. I mean, it's Harry Potter, so, I mean, it's going to make money and it's going to be... I mean, it's going to be fun yeah. to watch because of all of the animals and stuff. And they and they know how to do special effects. Yeah, like all their movies, special effects-wise. And, 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 and yet, it's, it's, still, it's still Warner Brothers. But their special effects for the Harry Potter stuff and the Fantastic Beast stuff always look awesome. Mm-hmm. They always look cool. I just don't understand why can't they do some of that stuff into some of their, their other movies that they've done in the past. It's like, I mean... Do you guys not share this stuff? I, don't, I mean, I, yeah, I don't just, understand either. Uh, so I kind of—it's like they put their budget into something else and then they run out, or I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so last one. No, oh, wait. Well, not really last. Let's keep on going with the DC or Warner Brothers. Young Justice. Uh huh. I, you know, I really enjoyed the animated series, and it's going to be on the streaming service, which you've already. You're Signed already up ready. For. I got the uh, three months free. Yeah. So I am ready whenever this thing drops to get on there. You have there. the remote already pointed at the TV just waiting to hit play. I'm, I'm just waiting for that email to say, hey, we've launched. Yeah. And, be like, All right. and go. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm excited about that. And I'm excited about the Titans. You know, you know, I love me some Nightwing, Dick Grayson, mm-hmm. Robin action. So, I mean, I'm getting, you know, it's double. Even though yeah. Young Justice isn't coming out for a while, isn't it? Like yeah, a little Young bit later. Ju- I think that's next next year sometime. Yeah, but th- I mean they're going to have a lot of original material that's going to be on there. You know, I would think that it's got to be over the next year, whenever it drops. 
you know, they're going to have some things. Right. Um, so I'm excited for all that stuff because you got, you know, the Swamp Thing. Right. Doom Patrol, Harley Quinn, the Young Justice Outsiders, mm-hmm. and then the, the Titan stuff. And I'm sure there's other stuff that's already right. already in the works that, you know, they just haven't announced yet. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's... I mean, it's I'm, it's definitely going to be... I mean, I enjoyed the other, and this one looks like it's kind of picking up right where that one w- mm-hmm. left off. It still has the same look. It still has the same voice actors. You know, it's kind of like yeah. you feel the continuity in it, and I like that. I hate it when it's like they start it back up, but, you know, it looks it has a different look or different voice actors or something's different. You know, this way, you know, it kind of continues that because you can kind of stay mm-hmm. in the world. So, I like it. Yeah. Uh, so the last one. So the last one. Now this is the biggest eye. Well, I guess technically there's two. We haven't talked about Godzilla or Glass. Glass. Okay. I I I am interested in Glass, just because I liked Unbreakable. And see, I've never seen any of it yet. I, if we add this to our movie lineup, I'll have to go back and see Unbreakable and Split. Yes, because, see, I have not seen Split. See, I, I kind of got turned off by M. Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong because some of his movies that he has done as of late, I just couldn't get on board with. It was it just kind of got to be kind of a step-repeat kind of right. thing. But I liked Unbreakable. So I'm, I need to re-watch Unbreakable, then watch Split, so that when Glass comes out in January... I can watch Glass. Sounds like Christmas Split break. seems very creepy to me. I know. See, that's what kind of kept me off of that one is just because I'm not a big horror person. And that seemed more horror than, mm-hmm. you know, like suspense. And I don't know. It's just creepy. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that in the daytime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so. yeah, I mean, it's in, it's definitely seems interesting bringing all of those characters together. And what does that mm-hmm. What does that do, like, in the impact? So, I mean, it make a cool... Tr- I mean, it makes a cool trilogy. Yeah. But, um... So, yeah, we'll see. And then the last one is, uh... Godzilla. King of the Monsters. Yeah. And, you know, they're pretty much just doing this... Big build-up because... Of Godzilla vs. Kong. Which will be the next movie after... This one. hmm And I just... I don't... It's like, I love me some Godzilla. I grew up... Going to the video store and grabbing those super old Godzilla dude in Godzilla costume smashing little model cities. (laughs) And it's like, I I just don't know what to think about it. I mean, because it pretty much looks like from the trailer that everything is destroyed. Washington, D.C., San Francisco got destroyed in the first Godzilla movie and... So it they're looks gonna like you're going to rebuild just in time for them to fight Kong and Godzilla. And it looks like everything is destroyed and flattened, and, and now you have all of the monsters out. You have Mothra, Rodan, you have the, the three-headed big bad dragon thing in there. And I, it's like, I just don't know how you're going to do all of this stuff. And then you have this one chick who, who seems to be like, she looks at humanity as earth cancer, which... I, I don't. I don't blame her. I kind of have the same feeling that you know mm-hmm. we are kind of killing the planet ourselves. But it's like she wants to find all these monsters so that she can kind of wake them up, the Titans, as she says, to kill humanity to kind of you know get the, yeah, the planet it's like, back under control. Like how does she get people to follow her to do that? But I mean, it's like, it's like I don't think that she she. Gives everybody the inf- all know, the information. You know, her line is to save the Earth. We have to find all the Titans. Okay, then I mean, yeah, we need to so wake up can, all these big giant so monsters to and, do what? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that you know the the trailer's cut in such a way that they're they're taking what she says out of context and putting it somewhere else. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just, I mean, that's but out of like, all these movies, I would say that's my least favorite because. I mean, Kong, I thought he looked cool. I mean, the story wasn't bad, but it's like, I mean, I can give or take. I roll. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, it's like, you know, generic 
plug-in name here kind of movie. But. I mean, yeah. I mean, are are there other movies next year I'm looking forward to? Yes, most definitely. Um, but I, I guess we'll just have to find out. And speaking of movies for next year, there's some rumors going around that there possibly could be some movies that are being canceled and just completely got, getting rid of. And one is Dark Phoenix, which I'm completely on board with. Scrap it, trash it. The one before this sucked anyways, and everybody knows how I feel about the X-Men franchise as a whole. Fox has ruined it. So, you know what? If the whole Disney-Fox deal goes down, Disney, they just need to just throw that thing in the big pile of whatever and and move on. And then the other one is New Mutants. Which is the same thing. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, which is the same thing. But from the trailer, it looked like it, like the trailer that came out like a year ago. It, it looked, I I was, I was very interested and curious about the trailer because it seemed like it was kind of in a, some kind of. A sane asylum? Yeah. So it's kind of a horror? So it was kind of a horror movie, but from everything that you kind of read that's come out and leaked and stuff like that, that the director pretty much wanted to make a horror film, doesn't give a shit about the comic book, even going back to try to bring some of that stuff. He just wanted to make a horror film. Yeah. And I think that there's crew and the actors and all that have not enjoyed working with him. And there's been actors who have not enjoyed working with other actors and the reshoots are huge. And so a lot of times I you can tell. In movies like that, you can tell. Yeah. And it's like, then it's not going to be a good movie. It's just a waste of everyone's time. Yeah. And so I I just have this feeling that, you know, Dark Phoenix, New Mutants were both going to be yeah. just thrown in the closet and forgotten about. Right. Um, and then I also heard that the X-Force movie is still possibly a go, but it would most likely be kind of a dead... Deadpool X-Force and it would kind of wrap up the Deadpool trilogy because Disney sees that, yes, it has been successful, but Deadpool doesn't really have a place in the MCU because we don't do rated R violent gore stuff like that. But let's just round out the trilogy, give him his third one, and then we're done with the whole Deadpool thing. Yeah. I mean, so, that's, I'm fine with it. And, and I'm fine with that, too. You don't need to stick Deadpool in all these other movies like you have with Iron Man. Because Deadpool doesn't belong in all those other movies. Yeah. So. Well, cool. Well, if, if you don't remember, we're doing a Luke Cage podcast. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That was a lot of... Well, it was Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah. It was Comic-Con. So we had to kind of, you know, talk about some of the stuff that came out. So. It was important. <laughs> so if, if, uh, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay. Luke Cage. Season 2. My initial thoughts were... This season... Was good. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we need to restart this thing. Uh, No, I like the season. I thought I, I thought I, it was great. I liked it better than the first season. I agree. I really loved Bushmaster. Uh, I agree. And the actor and that dude could really fight. Oh yeah, I really liked his fighting style, mm-hmm. and I really liked his like kind of attitude, and you know the fact that I mean the guy also had just had you know he yeah looked, he was great he yeah, looked, I mean, he looked like a. He looked like a comic book character brought to life. Right. Like the but way his facial expression. Yeah, in a good way. And his, his facial expressions, the way he looked, he just looked like he was just pulled from the comic And he books. was big. Yeah. Big and athletic. Not, but but not, not like, like big. Not like big like, like, like Luke Cage, but he was tall and athletic, not bulked up. Yeah. But yeah, and he could move. Man, yeah. It, it, was, it was awesome. So the, all the fight scenes with him and with him versus Luke Cage... Were, they were all, you know, mm-hmm. stop what you're doing and right. pay attention to this kind of thing. Yeah, and I felt like this season also, I mean, I agree. It's I like definitely liked it better than season one. I thought that the flow in this one was a lot better. It mm-hmm. didn't last season seem like it was two and one. Yeah. After it was like before Diamond, or not, before Cottonmouth, Cottonmouth mm-hmm. and after. And before, 
with him in it was really awesome. Yes. Loved it. Mm-hmm. After that, it felt like they kind of lost their way a little bit and tried to find their way back. Yeah. And they had they felt like they had to put in Diamondback or something. Mm-hmm. It's like it didn't. Yeah. Like, uh, it was too disjointed and it was like for me. That you know the first half really liked the second, but then the second half is what kind of messed it up. This one yeah. I felt like you know it had kind of two you know it had the Bushmaster storyline, mm-hmm. but then it also had the Mariah uh, Dillard. Mm-hmm. Stokes, kind of bigger, bad, like Umbrella. Yeah. So you still had kind of two things going on, but they were like, Bushmaster was fighting against Luke Cage and her, mm-hmm. and Luke Cage was fighting against him and her and yeah. protecting her. Mm-hmm. But I think that that had made a really good dynamic. Yeah, and I think with this season, unlike some of the other seasons that we, we've seen with Netflix, Marvel stuff, is that, you know, they kind of hit like a lull, you know, around, you know, episode seven, eight, nine, kind of, it's just like, drags on you're wishing that you know what you probably should have just made eight or ten episodes right. and been done with it but the 13 episodes for luke cage didn't it didn't buy didn't bother me at all right i, I thought i yeah. enjoyed it there wasn't this this lull in the middle of it where i was like yeah this is just kind of like filler stuff i liked it i thought mm-hmm. it was really well done yeah and you know on top of this you know um they came out and we talked about it last podcast that iron fist season two is coming out next we all thought it was daredevil yeah but they pushed up Iron Fist, mm-hmm. and they had him in one of these. They talked yes. about, they had uh, Colleen in one episode mm-hmm. with Misty Knight. Which I thought was very I cool. It. I love how they do it, how they kind of they have these. That bar fight. Like, I thought that bar fight was really cool with Misty yes. Knight in mm-hmm. her. And um, and then they kind of bring in Danny because they stay at one of his buildings for a safe house. Mm-hmm. And then it was like the next episode where they actually, mm-hmm. Danny comes in and is like, dude, I think you need my help. And yeah. And the Iron Fist in there, you could tell he's matured. That's yes. one of my biggest things about the last two is that he, it's like he talks about all this Tai Chi. He talks about all this stuff, but yet he makes stupid decisions. This one, I felt like yeah. he's more centered. He's a little bit, you know, kind of common sense. And, you know, him being able to teach Luke Cage about some stuff. And I feel like Luke Cage could still teach him about some, you know, mm-hmm. some stuff too. Because I'm still rooting for the heroes for hire kind of thing. Well, yeah. And, and, and you kind of had just like a little baby taste of it. Yes, you did get like a little baby taste of it. And that episode, it, it really made me want to have a heroes for hire. It's like I want to see – No, I don't like – you can do it like Defenders where it's like an eight-episode thing. And it's just called Heroes for Hire and it's Luke Cage and Danny Rand and it's – yeah. Eight episodes like that. I think that would be awesome because this Danny Rand that we got in this one episode of Luke Cage, I loved him. Mm-hmm. I, I I liked his acting. I liked his the way that he was. The, the fight scenes with him in it looked so much better than what we've seen in the past. And it really got me excited for them to do an eight episode. And I think they needed to do this Heroes so for people hire. would be excited about season yes. two. And I and now I am excited for season two of Iron Fist. And the first season of Iron Fist was was complete garbage and trash and was damn near unwatchable. But the Daniel Rand that we got in this one episode with Luke Cage was awesome. And I'm looking forward to season two that comes in September. So I just want to have a, a Heroes for Hire eight episode thing because you know, when they finished Defenders, you know, there, there was stuff coming out saying, well, we don't know, if, you know, if we're going to do another Defenders, when it's going to be. But it's like, you know, I liked their chemistry. I'd much rather see a Heroes for Hire than a Defenders 2 mm-hmm. right, right now. I, I think it would do both of those characters very, yeah, very well. I think so. Yeah, and, um, you know, going back to Luke Cage, I feel like... You know, he also has a lot to learn in this. I would say he has a lot to kind of get over and a lot Uh to learn because he starts off this season by being very mad. Like, Uh he's got a lot of hate inside. Yeah, he he kind of is work. He's working through that. You know, he it's all about his dad. He kind of had that when they're in the safe house. He kind of was able to work through some of that with his dad. Mm -hmm. And, um, but now I feel like his stuff that he needs to work through, yeah, he's trying to find himself centered. But now his ego, and he's and he had that this whole season. This oh, ego yeah. of his, yeah. And when you got that kind of strength, I felt I thought there were going to be a little bit more, like with 
you know, because, you know, Bushmaster does have the time, like, where he par- kind of paralyzes him. And mm-hmm. then getting punched, you know, getting knocked out by Bushmaster. You know, he had a couple of those moments. I feel like there's going to have to be something big that happens to him that knocks him down. Not just one peg, but a few pegs to kind of get that ego. Because that's now he's thinking he's can't be bought. Well, at the end, you're yeah. like, well, she kind of bought you with the Harlem Paradise. There's there's uh-huh. your price. Yeah, and then, so it's a, I, I just... I don't like where Luke Cage is at. And I, don't, I think personally, are, I feel I feel like that's what they want you to. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. I think that's exactly where they want to have all of the viewers and all of us watching this is to be uncomfortable with the decisions that he's made towards the end of this season, so that whenever you know his season three comes out, that you you need to see where you know he's going to go from here. I, I can't imagine good things coming from what he did and how the season ended with him now kind of owning Harlem's paradise and well, kind like of making a deal kid. with the Italian saying, Hey, don't come past these streets mm-hmm. and below these streets or whatever. And, you know, I'll leave you alone. I just want to have, you know, my own little paradise of Harlem to where, you know, there's not violence in the streets, people getting gunned down, people selling drugs and, and all yeah. that within this circle. But it's like, I think he's kind of lost his way from when he first showed up in season one where he didn't care who it was. He's going to clean up the streets. He's going to, you know, take take out all the, the drug dens and, and all that stuff where. Well, it's kind it's of like, like it's gotten bigger know. than one person. Like he's yeah. kind of, it's like trying to find how do you solve this problem? I can't just go one at a time saving people because mm-hmm. that's how he started off. I'm just going to one at a time go through. It's He's like it's bigger than him. Yeah. But it's like the direction you're going, you're just more of the problem. It's like that one mm-hmm. kid tells him at the end, if you're the boss of crime, you are a crime boss. Yes, which was an awesome line. Yeah. I mean. And I, and I couldn't be more on board with that kid. Right. It's like there's got to be another way. Mm-hmm. You know, that. And, and it also, you know. Mariah, when she changes her will to give Luke Cage that, it's kind of like she he's doing exactly what she said because she's like, he's going to think that he's going to be above this, mm-hmm. but he's going to... Yeah, it's going to change him. Gonna he's not going to change it. Yeah, and it's kind of like her getting... And it also makes it like she's getting the last laugh. Mm-hmm. It's like... Uh, yeah, and at the same time, you're you're creating another Stokes with her daughter, Tilda... Right. Who, up up to this point of the season, she was a very you know sweet, innocent, caring. She just kind of wants to do her own thing. She doesn't I mean, really care about all can this. Feel her change throughout. Yes, throughout it started change, especially when you know she w- got together with Bushmaster, and her and Bushmaster would talk, and she started to see what her mother it's did. Like she, she and starts the, off kind of like her family members right. have done to his family members, so she started to to turn, try to. She started getting this. Well, it's like she started off hating her mom, mm-hmm. just from the past, you know, and hating the Stokes. Yeah. And, um, but then she's kind of, her mom almost fooled her into, you know, she's doing something good. Which, I feel like Mariah, that's the thing about the characters in these movies. You can see both ways. She was trying to do some good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the bad is fueling she has to do this mm-hmm. to do it. So it's like, I like and how it's, she still wanted to do this family first initiative. Mm-hmm. They're still going to be helping people in Harlem, but we're just going to be selling guns and drugs to, and, to fund it. And I mean, and she then goes kind of off the deep end, mm-hmm. but then it's like, then when, you know, after Bushmaster tries to kill them and then she's talking, I mean, she basically tells her daughter what happened, how mm-hmm. she was, raped by her uncle and that's she's the yeah, and, that's and she's dad. like and i can't love i mean it's like basically telling you i tried yeah but i look at you and all i see is his face and what 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 he did to me and i can't and, i can't mm-hmm. even can't even look at you i can't even pretend anymore mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. i mean and you know if you go back to season one of luke cage and where mariah was i mean she's completely turned around too oh. I mean, yeah, it's... It's like she didn't want to know 
what Cottonmouth was doing or where she was getting the money. She had concerns and stuff like that to where she threw caution to the wind. Didn't she just didn't care? She I mean, even, even bringing this, in bringing even, in drugs into her area, which her family of the past refused to do. Right. And it's kind of like she kind of got put into a little bit of a corner. And she's like, well, f- well, fuck it. Let's just do mm-hmm. this. And then after Bushmaster tried to kill her and she survived that, mm-hmm. it's like something like a stoke switch flipped on. Yeah. And she's like, hell to, you know, go to everyone, go to hell. I don't care. I'm getting, I'm doing this. And then when she was in prison and, you know, she, you know, they come to kill her mm-hmm. and she like takes that blade and. I mean, that whole scene was like... Oh, yeah. And she's saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to carve my initials into her. I'm like, one... what the hell? And then she slides around. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, like they... I mean, the guard gets killed. And you're like, no damn. Uh-huh. And then those people are going to kill her. And then their throats get slit. And then that one woman's talking to Mariah. And then Mariah slits her throat. And it's like, well, uh, well a lot of stuff just happened. Oh, yeah. That thing went fast. I mean, like... Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and it's like, man. And then, uh, I mean, just, I mean, just the whole, I mean, her whole, this whole, I mean, I have to say this season, it was like, man, she did a great job. Just, you know, the, that character, mm-hmm. you, it's, you gotta love to hate it, you know? Oh, I do. <laughs> and, uh, and then her daughter, you know, at the end, it's like, as soon as her daughter kind of, is making that stuff. Making I'm like, oh, stuff she's, yeah. she's going to kill her. Yeah. She's going to do something. And then I was afraid that Luke Cage is going to come in, which it did happen. She died on Luke Cage's watch, but I'm like, oh man, are they going to make it look like Luke? I had that, that initial thought too. Because, when, you know, when they she did died and he's like, in there Luke, and I'm like, can't. and he can't be in there. And yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, I was very worried for mm-hmm. Luke Cage at that point, but then they just kind of moved on past yeah, it, which, Made me feel better. I was like, I, I can't, I can't deal with Luke Cage getting kind of set up yet again. Even mm-hmm. if it he wasn't getting set up, it just happened to be wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this. I mean, there was just so much stuff, and then like um, shades and like his whole thing with the snitch and all that, mm-hmm. and when they killed the captain, that whole scene, like how that kind of full unfolded. Yeah, I mean. I mean, they, 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 they had a lot of kind of like, whoa. And they had a lot of like closures of, of story. Like Mariah, she's dead. She's no longer coming back. Shades of story. I think it's been told. He's, he even said it in there. Hey, I'm, I'm a snitch. People know I'm a snitch. You yeah, know, I'm I, done. I, I, I'm I can't, done. I can't be in this life because nobody's going to trust me because I'm, I'm a snitch. And then I think. As cool as Bushmaster was, I think his story's kind of been told, and his yeah, family's him, kind of it's been. It's like it might, he, he might avenged. be back later, you know, at some other point. But I don't. I feel like that's just like going to be a down the road if we want to. Yeah, it, it's yeah. because it, it he's, he's, he's still he's still around. Yeah, it's just I'm. I guess I if, if he comes back, like, I, I would about us. be a little bit surprised if he comes back. But if he comes back, I'll be okay with it. I, you know, I don't know how it would. Yeah, I know. Storyline bringing him back in, but but yeah, I think um, I think the season was was really good. Um, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was was really was really good. Mm-hmm. So I just have a lot of questions on how it how it ended about how season three is going to be, mm-hmm. um, and knowing that in season one, Diamondback. Went and got all tricked up. He's still around. He's still around. And I would assume season three will be his kind of return to. Could be. Return to it somehow. And as far as the hero for hire, I really feel that. I can't see how you could do a hero for hire. Before doing a Luke Cage season three. Just because of him and Harlem's Paradise and all the stuff that's going on there, I just feel like he's kind of in this crime boss kind of mm-hmm. thing. But he's how, not have time for how can he for do hire. hero yeah. for hire? I think he's got to you kind of have to finish this story that, yeah, that, that he's be, in, and, yeah. and then kind of have mm-hmm. have them team up. Yeah, but well, cool. You ready to do some big fives? Yeah, I'm ready to do some big fives, and then we'll do our Netflix. 
Marvel Universe. Marvel Universe stuff. Yeah. Ranking. So. Cool. All right. Big five. Favorite character. Favorite character. You asking me or are you going? I mean, I feel like we're going to have a lot of the same. So yes. let's just go at the same time because I bet it's the same person. Okay. One, One two, two, three. Bushmaster. Bushmaster. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. <laughs> he was so badass. So badass. Though he was very difficult like all the Jamaicans were on trying to figure out what they're saying. Like you really had to be tuned right. in. And, they're just their and, accents and just heavy attention. accents. Like if it was like Bushmaster talking to somebody else, you I could figure it out quicker because of the other person he was talking to, you could figure out yeah. But when it was Jamaican and Jamaican, man, when they were in Gwen's or whatever that restaurant was, I my head was spinning. Yeah. Trying to keep up with what what's being said and what's going on. But he was hands down my favorite character. And I, I loved, thought he was so you know, badass. I thought that the actor did a great job. I thought he looked awesome. And I thought his backstory and then the flashbacks were mm-hmm. really well in the storyline. And I thought the kid that they got to play the younger version of him was a spitting image. I know. And just kind of seeing, you know, and I love it when, and I know I talk about this all the time, I love it when you can kind of feel, like the villain isn't really that bad. Yeah, like the, like the you role can, like, that Marvel's well, been you on. Do the, would you do the same thing? I mean, if mm-hmm. I was put in that position and my mom was burned alive by the Stokes and, and they killed my dad and, you know, kicked us out of Harlem and all, I mean, they had a yeah, lot of it, bad it, shit happen to him. Yes, it makes, it makes the... It makes for a better villain, in my opinion, for th- for you to be able to see their side of it, other than the generic, I'm just I'm going to take over the world mm-hmm. kind of thing, which was uh, you know has been you know, played out, and I think that's people just got sick of it going through the 80s and the 90s and the early yeah, 2000s I mean, of I want to rule the world. Uh, yeah, I think bringing it down, making it smaller, making them relatable, and seeing their side of why they're doing it just makes per makes for a better villain. Yeah. So I agree. Okay. Least. Do yeah. you think we have the least? Least favorite character? Uh probably You want to see? Okay. One, two, three. Mariah. Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I she was my least favorite character because the actress was so badass at her role. Oh yeah, I totally agree. It's definitely that character, not the acting. Yes, it was I like the hated character. that character. She did was especially like the last mm-hmm. half, and like when she told her daughter all that stuff. I'm like, damn, that is a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I <mean>, damn. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and just like just the whole time, I just want to see what's coming. You know, like I want her to get what's coming to her, kind of thing. Yes. And even at the end, even though she's dead, she still had her yeah, last, she, you know, she she's had still her pulling last, strings yeah. from the grave. I know. So it's kind of like, it, definitely. I mean, she, you know, in season one, I could have, uh, you know, she definitely was kind of rising up and, you know, and I can't remember who I had for my yeah, least I can't favorite. Remember who I can't remember what, either. but this season, man, she really, you know, and even with her, you know, being in politics, you got to have some back. I mean, you got to play the politics. Yeah. And, you know, when she was like blackmailing and trying to get, it's like, well, I mean, she's trying to get her family first initiative, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, she's trying to do this, but then she turned a corner and it was just like, damn. And yeah. I, and I have something with her in my OF moments. And, I wonder uh, if it's the same OF moment. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And, uh, I might be. But, um, yeah, definitely, definitely least favorite. So, so yeah, well done. Okay, so, speaking of OF moment, you think we have the same? (laughs) Uh, yeah, maybe. Let's just see. One, two, three. Heads on the spikes? Nope, different. Okay, well, mine was heads on the spikes in the the center. Right. That, I, I guess, I was expecting... There was something. Something. I, but I wasn't expecting to, when they opened up the door, that there was the three heads on the, yeah. the spike. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Well, I'm putting, as my old fuck, I just said it. Because <laughs> I think I probably literally said it, was when she set that dude on fire. Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm like, dang, she went ahead and did it. And then he's over there burning up. And then she's like, I, I'm, I'm I can't take this. the screen. Boom. Yeah. And I mean, that whole map, the Rum Punch Massacre is what it was kind of coined in the yeah. season or in the episode. Just killing all those people. She sees her assistant and just shoots her. And then, mm-hmm. I mean. Oh, I, all bef- of, before they, they went in there and you saw who all were in there, I'm like, oh, that that lady, she is going to get it. Mm-hmm. And I thought she got off easy by just getting shot. Yeah. Especially after that, you mm-hmm. know, after you see what she ended up doing to that one guy. And it's yeah. like, I, I couldn't believe that. I mean, that whole scene was just like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. I mean, whew, that's when I feel like she, it, she's like, I'm done, you know. Yeah. She's, she's, she's got the gun. She's done. It's kind of like symbolized like the Stokes family. Yeah. So, yeah. She even, mm-hmm. I think, took it a little bit further, but whew, that was yeah okay so, so hell yeah hell yeah well i'm gonna say my hell yeah because like it just kind of i would enjoyed it was like luke cage and iron fist when that's what fighting. i have right there i have luke and danny together <laughs> well there you go three for four so far man and, so, yeah, and my I, and my 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 b to is that it, is it luke cage and bushmaster yep <laughs> <laughs> Those two were awesome. Well, I loved it when, uh, like, Luke Cage and Iron Fist are fighting, and then they do the Iron Fist to him, uh-huh. and they, like... Flattened Ooh. everybody. Yeah. That, that was that awesome. Was cool. Also, I thought that the the fight choreography for that whole fight scene when they busted in there was awesome. And then the colors that they were also using to kind of set the moods with, you know, the, the purple lights, the yellow lights, green lights, that yeah. they kind of had in there kind of representing the characters was awesome. Uh-huh. Danny wearing the the Luke Cage hoodie, uh-huh. but it was also the green and yellow, which I thought was yeah. was very cool. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny that he was wearing a Luke Cage hoodie. I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of cool. But yeah, but yeah, the like Luke it. Cage hoodie was in his colors, which yeah. was awesome. So yeah, I thought that, that whole fight scene was mm-hmm. was awesome. And it's yeah. like got me really hyped to see uh Season two of Iron Fist. Yeah. So, okay. Last question. Five. What do you want to see next? Well, I mean, I hate to say this, but I I want to see Luke Cage getting knocked down a peg. Like, I need it. you know, it's like, uh, with the whole, how it ends, and he's like, his ego is so big, I'm mm-hmm. like, I just need him to get something, something bad happen. Yeah. But... Not I mean, I, I I I agree. I think something bad has got to happen to him to get him off of the perch that he's on. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's sitting at the top inside Harlem's paradise, keeping crime away. But there's still crime going on in other parts of Harlem, in other parts of Manhattan, and, and stuff yeah. like that. That he's just kind of you know turned a blind eye to now. Mm-hmm. Which to me, that's not, that's not him. He wa- I think he needs to get rid of all of it and do his part that way. But I think he's just kind of sitting up there where I think something bad's got to happen to him to kind of wake him up. Yeah. From from his current situation, mm-hmm. and maybe he even foreshadowed it when they were talking about after he got that he got Harlem's Paradise was to burn it to the ground. I think that's just... That's yeah, that might happen. Yeah. So, I think he's got to take care of season three Luke Cage before we could get mm-hmm. Hero for Hire. Yeah, and that would be a thing that I would like to see, but I just don't feel like... I, I don't think I... I, I want to see him solve this stuff first. Like we had talked, and then yeah. Heroes for Hire after that. Mm-hmm. I think that would just be a better, would a better be- way for it to go. Than yeah. him going, you know, sitting, you know, big fat cat in Harlem's Paradise and doing Heroes for Hire also. It's like, uh, Yeah, that's not I, I can't happen. see because you, you've pretty much 
got rid of the crime in the small area that you wanted it to stay out of. Why are you doing here is for hire kind of right. thing? Yeah. It's like you need to you need to wake up. Yep. You need to wake up. Yep. Okay. So the Netflix MCU rankings. You wanna go first? Sure. Okay. So starting at the bottom, number nine. That's right, people. There have been nine nine already seasons of shows. So number nine, Iron Fist season one. Number eight, Luke Cage, season one. Number seven, Punisher, season one. Six, Jessica Jones, season two. And number five, Luke Cage, season two. Then we have Daredevil, season one. Defenders, season one. Jessica Jones, season one. And Daredevil, season two. Okay. All right. Uh... For my rankings, I, too, am going to have Iron Fist Season 1 as number 9. Number 8 is Luke Cage Season 1. Number 7 is Jessica Jones Season 2. Number 6 is Luke Cage Season 2. Number 5 is Daredevil Season 1. Number 4 is Defenders. Number 3 is Punisher. Number two is Jessica Jones, and number one is Daredevil. Season two? Season two. Cool. So we have Luke Cage pretty much in the same. What was his number for you? Six. Yeah, and I have him as five. So And, and that's pretty much... Because, because I don't like Punisher. Because you don't like Punisher, and I have Punisher way up there. Way too way too high. Way too high. I don't know. I, I might have Defenders too high. Who knows? I am. But I still love the gang. I still love the gang up. Yes, because every time I... I, I say defenders or look at defenders on this list i picture them as the gang in that hallway oh yeah because that that's the best that was so badass yeah well cool well i think that's gonna wrap it up for us this week we'll be back in not next week not the next week but the following week with another four episode preacher episode yeah. Review. Yeah, four episodes of Preacher. Cause yeah. Vacations. Vacations. I vacation so. one week, you vacation the next. So then we'll be back full on. Oh, I was going to say Punisher. Preacher. Preacher. So Preacher. anyway, that's going to wrap it up for this week. You can always find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. You can also find us on Facebook. Friend us, like us, share us, you know. Whatever makes you happy. You can also find all of our podcasts on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever on the dark web you can find us. So until next month, I guess we'll be talking about you later. Bye, guys.